Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Hello, I'm Sandy Jones, and I'd like to welcome you to Christian Living Spotlight, where each week we take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank the kind people who've made this show possible through a generous grant. For the past several years, we've published a PSA for the Caldwell Prayer Walk, and this year we've added the Nampa Prayer Walk as well. Joining me today is Arlene Robinette, who started the Caldwell Prayer Walk. Arlene, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great today. I love that. That's You know, you're always one of the most <laughs> upbeat people. I should have you on speed dial because you are always upbeat. <laughs> you, made my, you made my whole day when I called you earlier this week and said, hey, can you come do the radio show? And you sounded so delighted to hear from me. I'm thinking, I need to call her more often. Yeah, I was really so surprised to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Arlene, how long ago did you start the Caldwell Prayer Walk? Well, it would be 18 years ago. It was in the spring of 2005. That was a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. So first of all, some of our listeners may not know, what is a prayer walk? Okay, uh, prayer walk, what we do for Caldwell is uh, we meet at the Caldwell Memorial Park, and then we walk around downtown, and we stop at various uh, places. And uh, before we start, I check and see... Um, how many pastors we have, because I know lay people can uh, pray too, and sometimes, uh, and that's okay, that's great. And so then I'll go around and say, hey, where do you want to pray? Um, we pray at the gazebo there, and then um, we have a college over there, so, so somebody prays for schools and colleges around our area, and then we proceed down to the plaza and pray over that area, over to the police station, to City Hall, and uh, this year we have a new mayor, and then also we pray for the city council members, and then we go over to the fire station to pray for for them, and also somewhere out there, the paramedics um, and, you know, health workers and uh, people like that, we uh, we lift them up too. So we try to pray for, for lots of different occupations, lots of things for people that uh, everybody's need will be met, whatever whatever that looks like. I'll bet this year you're adding water for the farmers, because Caldwell is a huge farming community. Yeah, yeah. We prayed uh, last fall for drought relief, Yeah, for lots of snow in the mountains, and for lots of rain here. Right, yes, and we'll be doing that again. So who can participate? Because you talked about pastors coming, but I, but I know from visiting with you over the years that, <laughs> that it's a whole lot more people than just pastors. So who can participate in a prayer walk? Well, anybody that, that, what, that finds out about it, because I get phone calls from um, other churches, other faiths, and we just say, yes, you can come. And uh, anybody that uh, really wants to come and pray with us and uh, are surely welcome to come and join us. So it's it's so it's it's cross denominational. Yes. Yeah. So that's cool. I I know um, it's been called other things, but we we've talked about that a little bit. But it's cross denominational, and you don't even have to be of a denomination. You can just be interested in praying for your community. Yeah, you don't even have to go to a church. Yeah. If you're you know, because I know there's some believers that don't attend a church anywhere. They may listen to other things, other preachers on radio or 
TV. So yeah, anybody that's interested in, in praying for, so, our, for our city and for all the surrounding communities are, are welcome to come. Let me ask you this, because a lot of people are not comfortable praying for out loud. Mm-hmm. So does everyone have to pray out loud? No. No, because uh, we hope we hope everybody, I tell the people, before we start, just be Holy Spirit led and just look around and because we can use our senses of smell and sight of what to pray about and for. And usually people from the community kind of know a little bit about what issues the community might be facing. So they can just pray to themselves. You know, nobody, everybody doesn't have to pray out loud. No, we just have one person each site uh, that does that, and everybody else just prays in their mind or, yeah, quietly. And I've heard some people would whisper a prayer as they're uh, as they're walking. Just however uh, each person feels comfortable well, in th- doing that. I think too. Sometimes people. We, we see, especially on television, we see television evangelists who pray beautifully, these mm-hmm. and those, and <laughs> have these great eloquent prayers. But I think we need to remember, too, Lord, the Lord does, the Lord knows your heart. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's funny. We were we were laughing before we we started recording today, and mm-hmm. and I said, you know, I I had a real stumbling block in, in getting started with this because I and I said to a friend of mine, I'm such a hick, nobody's going to want to listen to me. <laughs> and he's like, No, you're authentic, and the Lord knows us and wants us to be authentic in our prayers. They don't have oh, to yeah. be full of these and nows and flowers. Oh, no. just real mm-hmm. and authentic from right. the heart. It's just like talking to another person. We talk to God and Jesus and and let the Holy Spirit guide and direct us because Holy Spirit will put things in our minds with that we should be thinking about and, and praying about. Do you have any special or favorite um, Bible verses that you lean on heavily for some of this? Oh, yeah, because I always read uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13, and those verses say, For I know the plan I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. And then you will call upon me and come and pray to me. And I'll listen to you. You will look for me and find me when you look for me with all your heart. We started, uh, especially the first part of that verse, uh, verse to plan to prosper you and stuff. Because when we started in 05, we had some gangs and uh, drugs flowing around uh, pretty much. And... Uh, and then downtown Caldwell, uh, when the Napa Marketplace started up with the businesses there, some of them moved out. So Caldwell wasn't doing very well for a few years until the mayor and the city council uh, got started and planning and hired somebody to come in and say, hey, what can we do with our city to make it more people come downtown? And it's so beautiful. And so it's been it's been really great. You know, I just give all the glory to God because... Yeah, anyway, we uh, that's kind of how that all went. With that, I want to give a little little history of how we actually got started. It was through a friend I met at church back in 04, and um, she got tired of seeing, she lived in Caldwell and got tired of seeing graffiti on this vacant house, and I said, well, let's do something about it. So she she found out who the owner was of the this house and called, and this uh, lady, and, and then my friend said to her, it's okay if our church paints over this house because that all this gang stuff and, you know, bad words and stuff like that. So anyway, and she was so delighted. She goes, yes. And she was so happy about it that she brought Sylvia 
the paints and the, the brushes and the rollers. So then it, it's kind of neat how this all dovetailed together with our pastor Sunday morning because the pastor was talking about how to overcome evil with good. And she also had the little clip that was in the newspaper about graffiti, what we could do about graffiti. And so then she says, well, if anybody's interested to contact us, you know, after church, we had eight people who volunteered. And two fellows that retired, they went and painted during the week, and then the rest of us went and painted uh, on a Saturday. And then uh, there was also, uh, across the alley, there was a garage over there belonged to somebody, and my friend had asked, it's okay to paint that side. So we did that, too. And then I was talking about all this uh, Sunday school class, and my friend would go out in her backyard and pray over this. It would not return, and it didn't. And then... Um, there was an older lady there, couldn't quite hear what I was saying. So afterwards, she says, um, what was that you're talking about? So I told her, and then she says, um, you know what y'all do? Because she's a prayer warrior herself, praying for everything. Anyway, and so uh, she said, you'll get some signs and do like these other groups do and go do a prayer walk. I think we kind of discussed it a little bit after we did our graffiti painting over. But uh, anyway. And I guess I didn't run with it then, but when she suggested that, I really ran with it, went to my friend who went through the yellow pages and invited churches that way. Sent out about 40 or 50 uh, letters and, um, and flyers so everybody would know. So that's how we got started. And so the first year we had 14, then we had 42, and then the Hispanic church came and we had about 50 or see, 75 during that time. Yeah, and then we kind of went down to 40, 45, and, uh, but there's always, I haven't shown up by myself, so it's been, uh, <laughs> I love that, been very great to see. Uh. <laughs> and remember, folks, wherever two or more are gathered in his name, so it's not the, necessarily the size of the card, although we love to see huge community support, and there is a great mm-hmm. faith base in, mm-hmm. in Nampa Caldwell, there just is, and I love that. What a great story. I had no idea. I had no idea how you got started. <laughs> All this time I've known you, I had no idea how you got started. Anyway, uh, I, want, I want to say another verse. Another sure. verse we use is, um, I know a lot of Christians are familiar with that. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I love that. So that's... Uh, I love that. I love it when we take it to heart and truly humble ourselves and go to... Yeah, and then we, uh, we always uplift our, our country and um, and also our government officials from uh, city, state, and federal that everybody would... Uh, we hope they would search the heart of God and how to govern uh, everywhere throughout the land. That, and and they need that. And I and and we don't do politics, but it doesn't matter. They mm-hmm. need wisdom and discernment. They are they are under such attack and such warfare that mm-hmm. they need our protection. They need our prayers. Whether we whether we agree with their governing or not, they need our prayers. Right. And and to go along with that, I got uh, some of this stuff from a newsletter that Pastor Dick Shaw had put in here some years ago. And this re- reading is from 1 Timothy 2, 1 4. It goes along with what Sandy was saying. I urge that supplication, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good. 
and is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Then along with that, we pray for all our pastors to be strengthened and that they all lead their flocks well. Also, we pray for ourselves, too, that we will be humble and that we will repent. And then also we pray for our communities and their their leaders to uh, do that as well. We will be praying that across our communities, people will look for God. They'll turn away from violence, unbelief, and selfish behavior. And so we pray that all across the sectors of our communities so that people, we hope, will put their faith in Christ as Savior from sin and destruction. I know it sounds like a perfect world, but uh, you got to do it. You got to get the word out and hope people will hear the gospel and who we're following. And for other interfaith people, they may, may not be of the Christian faith, that they will turn away from whatever they're worshiping and, and come to know the real God and the real Jesus. I love that. I love that. So, Arlene, you have... What did you say? Eighteen years? Yeah, this is our. I know. You, uh, Gay says, "How do you get that number? Because if you take twenty-two minus five, seventeen, but I count two thousand five. Yep. So this would be yeah, eighteen. And then a couple of years ago, we started uh, twice a year. So we did one last fall and the year before that, and then we started out in the spring, and when it's not too hot. And, yeah, and that's and that's wise. So I know that you've helped others get prayer walk started. I know that you were instrumental with Mary, who does the Nampa prayer walk, and you're actually friends, or you've become friends. Yeah, we've become friends. And, I didn't and, know her before. <laughs> and, and I have to and I have to publicly apologize to Mary. I kind of dropped the ball, mm-hmm. and I didn't get her requested to come in soon enough. And so, otherwise, I I think Mary would have been here today to talk a little bit about the Nampa Prayer Walk. And I just want to point out that the Nampa Prayer Walk is on April 2nd. And um, we'll talk about contact information here at the end. But I know that you've helped others start other prayer walks. Like, for instance, one story you shared with me was that you helped a teacher start a prayer walk at her school. Mm -hmm. So, um, so, People can do prayer walks anywhere. It's not just in their cities or their mm-hmm. schools. It can be in if you work for a corporation, if you have your own business, if you mm-hmm. work at a business, you can do prayer walks anywhere. If, if there's unrest in your neighborhood, do a prayer walk in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But what words of wisdom would you have for someone who wants to start a prayer walk? Well, I would say you have to have a heart um, and be really connected to God and Jesus. And just let the Holy Spirit guide and direct you. Um <laughs> Christian Living Magazine has been a great place because I always put for more information, my name, telephone numbers. That's how these two ladies uh, from the high school and then the, and then Marianne from Nampa, they both called me. I saw this number. Also, uh, Chantel does a good job over in Caldwell with the Caldwell Perspective uh, paper. I put it in there too, and and I get. I get uh, calls, a few so, calls from so there. So what you're referring to is a public service announcement, or, oh, yeah. or we call it a PSA oh, okay. for short. Right. Um, we run them as we have space available. So I see. Yeah. Not not all PSAs make it, but we do our best to get as many mm-hmm. in as we possibly can. But PSAs, public service announcements, are wonderful. Mm-hmm. And and folks, I'm just going to say from my end, a PSA is basically a single sheet that tells you who, what, when, where, how, and why, and and who to contact. And so they're they're easy to submit. Most media's accept them. 
and and they do them as they have space or time available. So that's awesome. Um, what so other than getting so getting the word out that way? Yeah, because I had a local uh, librarian of a high school contact me, and she was interested. Uh, yeah, and doing a prayer walk around their high school, inside and outside. It was before COVID, so we could go in the school. She did it after school. Nine of us showed up. Yeah, we just walked around, and she gave us some anointing oil, so we anointed all the doors in the school. And then we walked around the outside, too, just praying for everybody. Everybody's related, administrators, school bus drivers, nurse, students, teachers, just whoever. There's there's a gr- there's a group here in town that <laughs> encourages their team mm. to pray every time they drive through a school zone. Oh wow! You know, instead of getting frustrated because we have to slow down to twenty miles an hour, mm-hmm. pray as you drive through that school zone. And mm. I and I love that that's concept. Great. So that's that's another mm-hmm. that's another form of prayer drive instead of prayer walk. Yeah. But then yeah. Mar- Marianne from Nampa saw that too, and she well she's seen that call well, and she had to had a prayer walk. And she kind of wanted to come, but she didn't really have time to get there because she, she works uh, part of Saturdays. Yeah, so she called me up and said, hey, I'm thinking about starting one in Napa. I go, great. And so I gave her my my information that I had with the prayer walk letter and the flyer, and then she just took off from there. So that's cool. So, so, you're, <laughs> so you're a willing mentor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to spread this around. We hope all our other uh, smaller towns around Caldwell, Napa, uh, would because uh, I don't have time to organize all of them. We'd hope uh, they would, uh, you know. Oh, let's, s- somebody let's would lead big. out. Let's let's do a big prayer walk in Boise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Well, actually, I got I got I got asked to do something um, like a na- national day of prayer. Yeah. But then COVID hit, so I couldn't do it. I was asked by the, what the Idaho prayer person or something to come like five o'clock. Yep. Yep, at the National Day of Prayer. Yeah, event. and then yes. walk around the Capitol. I guess they do that anyway. Yes. She's wanting me to come and do that. Well, but that was 2020, so I didn't get a chance to, to do that Hopefully this one. year you'll get that chance. <laughs> so what is the date of the Caldwell Prayer Walk? Yes, it's on Saturday, April 23rd, 23. Starts at 3 o'clock, and we meet at the Caldwell Memorial Park Bandshell. Okay, and then at the end, after you've walked mm-hmm. all over and you've blessed the whole downtown core, then you meet where, and then you have a community potluck. So where do you end mm-hmm. up and you have this community potluck? And this really intrigues me, so I have, I have a question <laughs> about that. Yeah, we meet, at, we, we come back to the park there, have our ending prayer, and then, um, yeah, we at the band shell, there's tables already there. And uh, I always bring chicken. I go to Albertsons, get a whole bunch of chicken. And then, because I never know how many's going to come. I mean, stay. Not too many people do stay. Few of us did. It's great because we felt like by eating, have more fellowship with each other, get to know each other and strengthen that and get some ideas maybe about uh, prayer walks. Yeah, so we do that. And pe- people can bring wherever they want to. Somebody brought spaghetti one time. And uh, you don't have to be, it can just be, like a small salad or bought in pie or, you know, you don't have to make anything. You can just bring something. Some, and, sometimes and there's grocery stores down there. You can stop and pick something yeah, up. Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> I love that. I mean, because churches are well known for doing potlucks. But for the end of a community event like this to have an open potluck, and what a great way to meet your friend, your neighbors, new, make new friends. Yeah, that's that's great. And also, we have usually have music. Uh, also, I ask various uh, individuals that had a guitar through the years. Um, actually, the Hispanic group they brought their worship team. 
Oh, how fun. That's great. A couple of years, and then they lead us in music during that time. I love that. So listeners, if you're new to our area and you're looking to meet people, <laughs> or, you know, we had, there's just, we're coming out of COVID and we've been shut into our house and, and, and alone, solitary for so long, it's time to get out and meet new people anyway. This is a great opportunity <laughs> to do that. So Arlene, how can our listeners get a hold of you if they're interested in joining this pro or if they have questions about starting their own how can they reach you okay i'll give you uh, my phone number my name is arlene robinette you can reach me at 208-391-8516 if you're interested in uh, knowing more information what we do in in caldwell and nampa and um yeah last year was really great for uh See Nampa, we had 40 people showed out for the first year. That's awesome. So that was great, really great to see. So Marianne's been doing it once a year. And, of course, Nampa, like Sandy said, is uh, Saturday, April the 2nd, 3 o'clock. They meet in front of the old train depot, and they're going to walk around to various places like Fire Station, the mayor, and the city council, and like that. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That That is so awesome. So, my goodness, we're running out of time. Um, do you have anything that we've missed? something the Holy Spirit's leading you to share with our listeners today? <laughs> um, I just want to leave you with this. Um, you know, you can pray. I know you can pray any, anywhere, but I know it's better to get, get together more people than God, God looks down on us and, you know, he says, oh, look at all these people praying. But he'll answer your prayer, I you know, at your house or anywhere else. Yeah, and like Sandy was saying, yeah, you can just Pray. That's what I do. I walk around my neighborhood and pray for people in these uh, in this subdivision. For I don't know everybody, but uh, uh, that well. But I just kind of pray for them, and uh, God knows. Yeah, and I and I hope if you don't have a prayer walk in your area, I hope you can start one soon. Just call that number and uh, leave me a voicemail if I don't pick up, and uh, I'll get right back to you. I love that. We have run out of time. Please remember, folks, you can find this information along with some truly inspirational stories in Christian Living Magazine, available in over 600 locations throughout Southern Idaho. And if you're out of the area, you can read us online at christianlivingmag.com. I hope you come back and join us again next week. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.